This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Rabentau, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grino, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelis, Mira Miri, Bay Barbelly, Suno Chicano, Celeste Nautrell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Yowie Wowie, Kai Lin, AJ Brainswordson, Anathus Moonscar, Arthur Law, Viridan Derard, Cypup, Spencer Christmas, and Noy Fafnir. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Fidelin, episode 286. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston and Mela Vanudar. Welcome. It is Hello. February 5th, 2022, Hello. and uh, our main stories today is the Korean Fan Fest Q&A that is pretty fresh off the press right now. Uh, it's been translated to English. We'll talk about that today. Uh, and we'll also give our review of the Valentine's Day event. Uh, and we'll be reading your mogmail, speakersxiv.com slash mogmail. Stay tuned for the post show. We'll be reading questions from the syndicate as usual. Uh, did I, I definitely read the wrong date. It is not February 5th, it's February 12th. I thought that happened, but I was... I <laughs> See, yeah. we have a uh, attention Lukeel part of the script that or the notes that states the date and it's wrong. So I uh. just read the wrong date. That's last week's date, everyone. <laughs> Uh, it is uh, February twelfth. Sorry. Um, yes. Uh, let's uh, let's fix that. Um, right. Stay tuned for the post show. Reading questions from the syndicate as usual. Um, but before we do that, let's talk about the channel for a little bit because there's a few questions about Rollo, who's now <laughs> been missing for the entire season so far. So all of the uh, episodes. Uh, so uh, Rollo will be back. Uh, he has given us a kind of maybe next-ish week, but I don't think that means next... We don't know if... I don't can't promise that he'll be here next week on the next week's episode, but definitely, possibly the week after. <laughs> it's a little yeah, up in the air possibly. still, but... Yeah, definitely, yeah. possibly, next... The week after. Uh, but he will be back, so don't worry. He was, we haven't fired Rollo. Um... Also, I know a lot of people point out Jurgi looks quality low, uh, but um, don't know why. Uh, sometimes it clears up. It might be because I was rendering Mogmail while we went live. Uh, that might be a, a part of the reason why, but we'll see. Maybe it'll clear up. Maybe it won't. I don't know what's happening. Um, that's that. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. Let's jump into recent events. Recent events. 
Right. In recent events, we're going to start off with something that uh, has been introduced that I feel like should have been introduced a long time ago. The option to, or not the option, I think you kind of have to now, or is it optional? I'm not sure. We'll read. I think we'll read it's the being post. forced. Okay, it's being forced. Um, you can now link your Steam, or you, you must link your Steam uh, version uh, to your Final Fantasy 14, or sorry, your Steam account to your Final Fantasy 14. Nope, Square Enix account. So there's a lot of spaghetti in the, in the Final Fantasy account system here. Um, there's a post on the Lodestone. Uh, I'll just read that and then we'll discuss it. Uh, as part of ongoing efforts to further enhance account security and bolster fraud prevention measures, we will be implementing um, an additional account verification and login confirmation process for Final Fantasy XIV Steam version service account holders. <laughs> That's a long sentence. Users can verify their account type by logging into the Mog Station and selecting the Service Account Status menu where Steam service account holders will see a Steam notation. Um, currently, Steam version service account uh, accounts can be used after Final Fantasy XIV has been launched from any instance of the Steam software. Starting in early March 2022, users who log in using a Steam version service account will be prompted to perform a one-time link of their Steam account to their Square Enix account. From then on, the Square Enix account will need to match the Steam account that launches the Final Fantasy XIV software. This change will require the Final Fantasy XIV software to be launched from the user's Steam library. Additionally, once the account link has been performed, users will need to utilize the new launcher layout introduced with patch 6.0. If using the original launcher layout setting in the launcher config menu, please switch to the new launcher layout. It does not specify what happens if you don't. Does it just, do you just like brick, the, like do you, what happens? Like do you, can you just not launch the game? Yeah, does it just not let you in? <laughs> no, it doesn't specify. So you probably should do that uh, to save yourself uh, hours uh, in the um, uh, customer support. Um, to link accounts, the Steam account must possess a Final Fantasy XIV license that matches that found on the Target Square Enix account slash Final Fantasy XIV service account. Example, the free trial version or the full uh, game version. You can verify the Final Fantasy XIV licenses on your Steam account by clicking on your Steam display name, selecting account details, and then view licenses and product key activations found under store and purchase history. If your Steam account no longer has a Final Fantasy XIV license, or you no longer have access to the Steam account that contains the license, please con contact Steam for assistance. So there you go. I really love the detail with the the old launcher thing, because that is like a for that's a, such a Final Fantasy XIV thing. It's like they can't do that mm -hmm. for you. Um, yeah. So, who uses the old launcher? Like, in what situation would you want to use the old launcher? Some people visually don't like the new launcher. And I believe it's also... Some people have also said that, yeah, it's far, the old launcher is faster for them if they're... Odd. ...working with older, I always, like an older system. Oh, if it's an old system, maybe. Because I always found that to be really sluggish and... I, I said this before. We, you can look back in older episodes. I used to be embarrassed that that was our launcher because it looked like <laughs> something from like 2011. Uh, so um, yeah, because it had like the glossy buttons, a glossy like layout. Um, it was very 2010s. Yes, yes, it was. Um, yeah. Uh, so there you go. You can. You now have to link your Steam version. Um, apparently, you were able to like open multiple inst 
I took quite, don't quite understand. Does it mean you can open multiple launchers? Because I believe, don't, right? Is that what they mean? Like you can log into multiple accounts on one Steam account? I'm not entirely sure what the issue well, is, you, what so the fraud prevention once is. And then you can still, you can play multiple accounts by one purchase. Like you've got the game oh, or what? Is I don't that, know. Oh, that, that sounds, if that's the case, then yeah, this, that must have been used really, a lot. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't recommend ever buying this game on Steam. No, but at no. least we're, now we're one step closer to it being more in line with... Um, yeah. Because now it'll be linked to your Square Enix account. So now it's mm -hmm. going to be one. So that's good. I assumed it already was. I, I've never tried the Steam version, but I guess not. Going by well, all the I issues... Or, but going by all the issues we've heard over the years with the Steam version, it does. Mm. I don't think it has ever <laughs> been very much linked to your account. Um mm. Okay, so there you go. That's uh, that. Uh, make sure you do that. Uh, when uh, when will they enforce it? M March 2022, so next month. Okay, uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> hmm. <sighs> they did it again, folks. They made a trailer for an OST. Um, they are uh, brave in what they're doing. They're pioneers uh, in this new field of OST trailers where they... Honestly, yeah? I think this is Sokin's idea and I think he thinks it's funny. Yeah, maybe. I hope so. <laughs> if that's the case, then I approve. But if not, this is complete bonkers. It's such a whiplash of an experience. There's three seconds of each song. There is no title on the screen. There is just like... Mm. Uh, a, scene from the game for the three seconds then it switches and there we it, it, that's the whole video it is impossible to like uh, i don't know what it is you can't absorb anything i'm down for it <laughs> in this in this modern era of long form content if this was as part of the zeitgeist it would be like 10 minutes of explanation before <laughs> each track yeah. then the clip and then the next one so well the thing is uh, I, it's I mean, what you don't need this. Why, why do you even need an OST trailer? Why you... why have an OST trailer that shows every fucking track? Like yeah, just you, show like the top three. Make it like that, a like, real trailer. Thirty seconds of them. Yeah, have a select few songs, and then you can you know we don't need to listen. I don't know. It's weird. It's fun it's... if you want to watch the video and get like you go watch the video and you'll know what we mean. But it is mm -hmm. a difficult experience. I'll say the link that. will be in the description of the yes. YouTube video. Yes. Um, so there you go. New OST trailer for the Endwalker um, OST. <sighs> Yay. <laughs> Valention's Day. Uh, so, um, Valention, so spoilers for Valention's Day, but don't worry. It's not much. It's not much to really spoil uh, uh now i haven't i haven't actually finished this for a very <laughs> for a reason that will become obvious soon um so i realized well we I, I remembered that we had to do the review for this yesterday i logged in today to be like okay i'm gonna do the valentine's day quest i was so bored during the first part and when I went to like deliver it, I'm like, oh, thank God it's fucking over. But then I remembered that when I picked up the quest, it didn't have like a, a reward 
thing in the quest description. I'm like, uh oh, wait, what does this mean? Do I just get to buy it maybe? There's another quest. So uh, I didn't do that. I started it and then I'm like, oh no. <laughs> It's gonna be a lot more of this, uh, so uh, let's uh, let's jump into the story. I can only uh, contribute to the first uh, half of this. It's a delivery. Valentino's gifts. There's a new post moogle on the block. Yes, a woman thank you, post You have to do Koop this. Koopka Koop has too many letters, and he asked the post moogle organization <laughs> for help. Conglomerate. Yes. yes. So they sent him. This very incompetent post muglet. Yeah, and no. she doesn't care about the job. She doesn't care and about love. No. No. And well, we've got to change her mind because mm -hmm. our opinion's correct. Yes. Um, and then uh, you go. The first half is you delivering them to people around town. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a carpenter who. Got a gift Received. of chocolates from his daughter. His culinarian daughter. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the second half is a little bit more in depth. Mm -hmm. This is about an actual love story between a uh, a, a man and, and a woman. Uh -huh. Don't worry, it's still bad. Okay, good. Good it's good. a love story between classes, <clears throat> between nobility mm. from Ishgard and mm. poverty what? from Gridania. The prince and the pauper, one might oh, say. Yeah. A tale as old as time. And they communicate via correspondence, even though they're in the same city. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. He is, um, he is in Gridania because he is apparently sickly. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, he wants to marry her. And she doesn't want to marry him because she believes she's not good enough to be a noble lady. Not not worthy. She is she's she's too poor. She's too uneducated. I don't know. <laughs> she's not yeah, she's she just doesn't get it. And so they communicate. She doesn't, know, she doesn't understand high society. Right. And in the end they decide that it's fine. Whatever. And we have to go around with a stupid little Kirby-faced Astrid. I can't <laughs> stand her meddling in people's affairs. It's unacceptable. The amount of... Oh. Why do we take so much interest in this? There is one choice, which I guess is the only interesting thing about the whole event. Whose opinion did you take on when uh, helping the woman write her letter? Was it Astrid's? Was it Lizette's? Or the, the, new, the new dumb post Moogle? The new Moogle. Oh, you got a yes, choice. that's what I picked as well. The other two options were so shit, and they're supposed the to be the ones options, experienced in this. Yeah, the other two options were imposing. Like one of them was like, no, show your worth, be who you are, and the other one was like, no, acquiesce to his. You know, try just try and be a noble woman. And then the postman mm. says, well, th if this is true love, it shouldn't be an issue. You should be able to talk yeah. about it. I think, yeah, that's the right opinion. Ah. Oh. I was yawning throughout the whole thing. Really. <laughs> I was yawning as well. Yeah. It was yeah. so bad. Well, yeah. The problem is that it's just so dis it's so basic after it's super just basic. following on from the Halloween from the All Saints Wake, the Heavens Turn, the the uh, Starlight Festival ones. It's just so boring. 
yeah, they, they kind of set the bar very high with the previous ones, I guess. So maybe they've shot themselves in the foot. It's, I mean, I think most Valentines I've not really, I don't enjoy that much because they're always quite simple. They're always stories, this, but it's always us. Yeah, pushing ourselves into other people's business. <laughs> I find it really like, especially <clears throat> Astrid. She really forces her opinions well, it's into these people's lives. Yeah, but. But you know, in in fairness to the event, um, this is a technically, in a way, a post Moogle quest, and I've heard so many good <laughs> things about the post Moogle quests. Have you not done that? This What's is not a post Moogle quest. No, I've left them post Moogle quest because I've heard. You know, when you hear such a good thing about, it, you think, "Ah, oh, I'm going to save that for when I really want to do a good quest." Don't compare this to the post Moogle no, quest. No, no, no. no. The post Moogle is... quests are like an insight into lore from yeah. a realm yeah. reborn. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I will say, yeah, the post, the, like after the event quests, the the repeatable quests, I actually enjoyed. You essentially have five. There are five letters that you can help other people write, and depending on how well you write them will depend on whether you get like a happy ending or a bad ending like for example one of them is just i like how they actually, the game actually calls them nameless adventurers who are working for mother <laughs> Mion, and you have to write and they failed their last mission mm. so like you have to help them write um like a we want to we essentially want to we're sorry that we failed but we want to keep working and if you get it wrong <laughs> she fires them <laughs> Oh, oh my god that's funny uh well all right I, i'll have to still have so, to try that i haven't done that the, but yeah I'm not I, the, repeat, the post ones are fun like yeah. one of them is oh. one with fail all yeah one of them is with everyone's favorite carne center so there's, oh. there's some variety in the in the quests okay all right there are uh, the rewards i mean we talked about them last the week the event would have been the event would have been better if it was all the post quests <laughs> mm, yeah that's fair yeah at least we got a really cute barding yes mm -hmm. i really like the barding mm -hmm. that's very good the mobiles um quite high quality as well though. but it is a mobile we're going to see a lot of them it's the just another mobile nice yes. um yeah so don't don't do this again <laughs> <laughs> it's a warning do not do this again all right it's Skip the holiday if you can't think of anything good to do. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it was a bit unfair well, for they, it, though. They, just, they did think of something good to do. They just didn't make it the main story. I, that's yeah, true, that's yeah. true. Maybe they should have just made it more about but, the freeform post -quest. But also, it was a bit unfair for it because it w it had to compete with the yeah, All Saints it. Wake event, that's which shouldn't true. even have been yes. this. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, uh, that's uh, our uh, very uh, scathing review of Valentine's Day, but uh, there you go. Uh, now it's time for Mogmail. <laughs> and our first Mog... Oh, God. Oh, our first Mogmail is from Pioneer Mysa from Odin. Oison. Where is the Mogmail? Hello, speakers. The upcoming 18th live letter has me more interested than usual, since it will uh, will talk about the next 10 years for the game instead of just 6.1. Uh, uh, I am wondering uh, what they could have in store for us that is big enough to be announced outside of the regular live letters, and I'm pretty convinced that it might uh, only be a change in the patch uh, schedule, like making the wait for the new patch shorter or longer. Since shorter sounds like a dev nightmare, I'm thinking they have reasons to make it longer, and I only really thought of two. Upgrading the engine and the graphics, we are talking about the next 10 years after all, and probably just a pipe dream, 
uh, perhaps adding new zones for the new MSQ. Since we're done with the old one and we are back to being adventurers, could we adventure to new places before the expansion? It's not unseen in other MMOs, and if we count Eureka and Bosia, it's not 100% unseen in 14 either. Just needs to be connected to the MSQ. After all the talks of adventure and exploration, being stuck in Garlemald or Thavnir until 7.0 would feel a bit anticlimactic uh, to me. What do you think? What could they announce for this special live letter? Is an upgraded engine and new zones for the MSQ just wishful thinking? Anyway, hype, and sorry for the time-sensitive mail. Bye from Zionir. We have another uh, story I just remembered, but we'll do that as we lead into the main story. Um, all right. Um, what do we think? I'd love an engine upgrade. Yeah, that's like... That's not happening, this expansion. No, it's, but we no, have but to... It's an overall 10 years. Like, what's the 10-year plan? There, there's a... Yeah. Yeah. There's... Um, yeah, the engine thing, I think, is something that a lot of people want to bring up. Because 10 years is a long time. 14... I mean... 14 doesn't look bad for its age. Uh, the only it's thing... not the visuals we necessarily need upgrading. No, because it's the spaghetti, no, chose, the other stuff. They chose they chose an art style that like is relatively like fine in terms of the age. <clears throat> yes. It's not like, I mean, similar to World of Warcraft, but eventually even that needed to be upgraded. Assumably, yeah. 14 will be like that as well. Yeah. We'll get slightly higher as textures. The textures. Is... I mean, they're already clearly improving over time. We also need so. better aliasing. Like, uh, oh, anti-aliasing. Yeah. If we have that, the game will look a lot better. And maybe, like, some vibrancy options. Yeah. There's, um, um, I mean, what's... Okay. There's... Everyone's... I mean, World of Warcraft has ray tracing right now. It does. And that's, like, On the shadows, hottest yeah. hot potato right now. And 14's shadows are hideous. They are. 14's <laughs> shadows are probably the worst part of it. And the reflections mm -hmm. are sometimes like they are in, at a lower frame rate. FPS. Yeah, it looks bad. Um, I don't know. It's uh, there's a couple of things there, and I know that there's the the engine is probably pushed pretty far beyond its designed limits at this point. You can we've talked about the uh, the the. Um, the cardboard people or the the people that are completely still in the big big shots mm -hmm. that is a clear sign that you know we can't have that many moving characters on screen at once um i mean i will say this is a problem in other square enix games if you can remember the final one of the final battles in kingdom hearts 3 there were like well that's background heartless, heartless that had like two frames of animation yeah but that was that was there were quite m a lot more of them than there were mm. i mean we're talking maybe a group of 20 where maybe mm. 10 of them are just completely still um but yeah uh, stuff like that um but uh, implementing a new like switching engine is a lot of work and possibly mm -hmm. something that could take the game off for a while um, I don't know how, because I mean, obviously they'll have a test build and then they'll patch it in. But I don't know if it's that simple. I don't know if they can just be like, oh, here's a new patch and it's a new engine. Can they do that? Is it that simple? Can they just do this in parallel while running the game? I, I mean, know. it wouldn't be, a, I feel like it would be more than a new patch. I feel like we'd have to essentially redownload the game. You'd have to yeah. redownload the game. Yeah. But they'd have to like patch the test build to also have new content because it, it would take 
months and months yeah months, a year or two maybe and that's mm. not even considering all the time that it will take for them to make the new textures because we know that they mm -hmm. don't have the they don't have like high res versions of the textures they they mentioned yeah. this at least for the realm reborn uh, stuff like that was made in the resolution that is in the game now apparently uh so mm, yeah they have to remake that uh, or they could go for the route of having like ai upscale it but that, that doesn't always look that great but i don't know it doesn't i mean that might be the best compromise though yeah because otherwise it's going to e delay the, an engine upgrade even further yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know if they're going to talk about that on the live letter, but uh, it is something that ev I've, I see people bring up a lot. Um, what else can they hmm. talk about? There's a 10-year plan. When female Hrothgara <laughs> likely going to arrive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's they might possible. even give us like a, co a design concept of it. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Um... But other than that, it's just like, yeah, we're going to do 7.08.09.0. Mm. A possible future limited job. There are things they can tease that aren't really like tied to the story or like something they wouldn't have necessarily planned for the next expansion. Yeah. I mean, World they Visit. They like to be reveal about. even limited jobs as part of FanFest and stuff. Yeah. Do you well, they've done it one time. I don't think you can take that as necessarily well, a precedent. Maybe not. But... Do you think... So, the character creator updates, as someone mentioned in chat, but I... Do, I, do you think... For them to make ma big changes to the character creator, they might require... That might require an engine update, is what I'm thinking. Because mm -hmm. every time he talks about, like, yeah. we can't have an, like add stuff to the character creator, it's because of all the spaghetti that appears when you're... You know, we have to account for all these changes in the game so yeah yeah it's why <clears throat> that like every character type can only have a certain amount of sliders it's why like mikote can have a tail slider but they don't get in the ab ab the abdominal slider in the same way that yours do because that slider is used for their tail yes yeah 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 um so maybe that must that might require an engine upgrade so that's why i think mm -hmm. okay actually i might they they maybe they'll mention it during the live letter in some way like that is a mm -hmm. cuz remember last time in an interview we have covered i'm pretty sure yoshi p said that at some point if we like decide to do it we can do it cuz i know we've had a big discussion about this engine before and we brought up an interview where he talked about yeah. engine up, uh, upgrades so it's clearly in their minds like this is something yeah. they're considering I mean, and if they're going for I another 10 years yeah go on I think if I remember details from that interview correctly, he said that they yeah they can do it if they need to do, if they want to do it if people want them to do it. But you have to be aware it will take development time away from expansions in the sense that everything else will be take much longer than it normally would. Yeah. The schedules we're used to at this point. There is also yeah like a possibility that they might have been doing some low key work in the background mm -hmm. already. That's true. Um, but I'll take a patch mm -hmm. away if they can implement a, a full mm -hmm. checklist glamour system. Yeah, an example of something like that would be when they implemented flying for Realm Reborn. Right. That's yes, true. that was something they'd been working for oh. a very long time in the background. Yeah, it leaked into the real game with the rocks. Mm -hmm. Remember, we saw that happen live on our stream. Mm -hmm. Someone just bonked into it, like what? Um, yeah, um, they also have a lot more money now uh, with uh, everything that's happened. Mm -hmm. So that might have, 
you know, the fact that they're talking about the next 10 years is already a sign that they're like ready to put more money into this game. Um, this game in 2032. Sorry. What did you say? Did you imagine this game in 2032? No, I said we will be playing oh, this we. game in 2032. Well, if, only if it's good. <laughs> oh well, my yeah. god. <laughs> 10 years is a long time. I know. 10 years is a long time. It is a third of our lives. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Yeah, that's wild. Well, uh, yeah, that's crazy. But there you go. Um, that's nice, though. Yes. If it's always good, it means we've at least got one thing to play for the next 10 years. Mm. Yes, that's true. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you think of the idea of more z another zone? Like a, a uh, exclusive zone. Never. They've never done it's the it's such a big thing I've always wanted. Because mm -hmm. of the it's like, oh, now we're taking on whatever, the big enemy. We're moving into their zone. We've added this new zone with a new hub. So like like a like a patch um just, yeah. patch just zone. a little island or something. Yeah. Or whatever. Horvos, maybe, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chuck it in. Let's go. I'd love that. If they did a patch new zone, that would be mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. I unfortunately think we're going to be limited to things like the the Garlean Enclave or other similar like concepts. Might be smaller stuff. Yeah. yeah but mm -hmm. still. And we have gotten t like <clears throat> tiny new areas that are still cool. Like we got um, Gengos. We got Turncliff. Like they didn't need to in add these. Yeah. They could have just had us like, like do these instances from like uh the locks or yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true the domain enclave yeah yeah that's true yeah they're not too bad exciting stuff though and we'll they, yeah go on and we got um the firmament as well true that's true true i don't think they would talk about um new patch stones at this 10 year one there no Cause cause no that'll be, be for more, the next that'll yeah. be for the mm. six point x one yeah mm -hmm. yeah um all right um yes. the most i can think of is like maybe they could even say we are going to mirror city in the next extension or something like that that's the most i would expect from them mm -hmm. like a generalized concept because we're adventurers now is there going to be like a shift in narrative is going to be a shift in gameplay loop mm -hmm. yeah maybe. there's a lot that can it's, like, uh, it's quite exciting actually because we don't really know what's next so no it's Possibly one of the most exciting times in the game's lifetime. Yeah, yeah it can. It's just they could break, break the mold overnight. completely now and do something very different going forward. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe our predictions are because our predictions are based on what was before. Um, kind We're of expecting so, more of the same. Yeah, but just a new. But story. that can be completely different now, mm -hmm. and that's exciting. Mm -hmm. um, mm hmm. All right. Uh, thank you, Zionir. Uh Next, uh, Mogmail. Whoop. No, that's old. Old Mogmail. Ignore old. This is from this All is right. from last week. Sorry. There you go. Maily Algram <laughs> from Fairy. Uh, hey, oi, and good day, lovely speakers. Long time no see in terms of our dear Mughal courier. That is. Regarding the great discussion last week and why Ashan might be considered the father and not Azem. Uh, in Azam's role uh, as the unsundered world, 
Uh, sorry, in the Unsundered World, they were never a leader, but a champion of the people. They offered counsel and help wherever it was needed and to those who might otherwise be overlooked. In the position of the progenitor of the Twelve, the parent, you'd expect Azem to be bound to the responsibility of leadership. Perhaps they didn't want to be bound by that role and gave it to one they designated eldest, Oshon, so, they can, could, could, so, so that they can... Could, so that they could continue <laughs> what they had dedicated their life to until that point. I hope this adds a new bit of flavor to the whole mythos surrounding the Twelve as we currently understand them. Lots of love, Maylie. I guess you, you greet people in Britain with oi, Maylie. Yes. Yeah, oi. Yeah. You, <laughs> oi, what's oi. up? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> hmm. I do. I think this is very possible. Yes. The question is just like how it relates to the the um or the origin myth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, Oshan. I. I really want Mela's prediction oh, to come same. true. I really want, like, I, I don't want to, like, on, on, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm so conflicted, but in a way, it would be so fucking cool so, <laughs> if it was true, because Mela has never wavered from that theory. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it might have been in one of the YouTube comments for last week's episode. Um, there was someone that was speculating that maybe it's not that we are just Azim or that we are uh, Oshan, but we are actually all of them. That yeah. Our, our acts inspired these 12 different interpretations of who we are ah, or like our past self that's a good theory i can see that and that way we're all right yeah that's true yeah and it means they don't need to put like they don't need to have a stance on and like the the deity you pick at the start doesn't need to have meant anything mm-hmm. right and they don't need to like waste any of the twelve, right? Because we're all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would, make em- it would make Emmett Silk's comment about, "Do we even know who the twelve is?" Very funny in retrospect. Yeah. Very trolly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. Um. Thank you, Amelie. Um. The last mail, uh, unfortunately, isn't on screen, so uh, we're. Ju- I'm just going to read it. Um. It's from Manic Starico from Cerberus. Hello, speakers. In the previous great discussion, this is linked to uh, the, the previous Mogmail and last week's discussion. Uh, the subject was about how much Azem knew about us. It was kind of funny to me because for the last couple of weeks, I was pondering to send a Mogmail about that very thing. I was rather surprised that no one mentioned the Warrior of Light's biggest shtick in our arsenal, the Echo. We know that the Echo is a fraction of an ancient's power, so everything we and others could do with the Echo, they could do. Uh, the, uh, something that was shown a bit in Elpis when Vena and the Warrior Flight went to see a memory of when Hermes launched multiple Meteon into space. So what if Azem's shtick would be somewhat the same, but stronger? Not only seeing memories, but also of events to come. As we know, one version of the Echo can do that too. Uh, so it would could be that Azem, while having a conversation with Themis on the topic of pandemonium, has a vision of us falling from the sky, or that Vena did tell us did tell Azem about what happened in Elpis, and then Azem has a vision of beyond the final days, knowing that they shouldn't interfere with uh, any of both sides, giving them a reason to just simply decline and await the sundering. But that's my theory on that matter, anyway. That's Very quite true. interesting because 
Makoto's is seeing the future. Yeah. It's very and unique. The Echo is just part of the Nar. Yeah. And she put it on us, but also put it on other people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could very well be that she just had a vision. Yeah, that's mm. possible. Yes, and yeah, chat's correct. Kryle's Echo is similar to the ability to track ether or that's track true. motion. Mm-hmm. That's actually... It did not. We did not consider that last week, but that is a good. It's um, mm. a good theory. Uh, even if you didn't uh, sub- subscribe to the idea that uh, Azem could see the future in the same way that Mikoto does, you could also say that he's seeing the past in the sense that he might be in the same place that we were, and like just us being there would have allowed him to see visions of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, it could have been some timey wimey. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, no, I like this theory. That's. I yeah, it's interesting. I think and you're maybe, onto something, possibly. Maybe we need to learn more about the original Echo. I guess. Yeah. I just, I would like to learn more about the original Echo. I feel as if they feel, I feel like the writers might think that they've concluded the information that we need about it at this point. Yeah. But it's, it feels like, I mean, they've but we'll always so much have, power. We'll always have the Echo, so there might be a point yeah. where we learn more about it. Mm. But Like, could one, could a Zem do any of the things? Like, see past events, or see the future, or see Ether, mm-hmm. or feel emotion, whatever. Mm-hmm. Can they do all the bits of the Echo and we only get part of it? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they all they had a specialized be- role. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might be things that you need to specialize in, in the same yeah. way that, like, Hithlidaeus and Emmet Selk had greater ether sight. Like, mm. some people had a better ability to see into the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the ancients surely aren't done with at this point. There's so much Which, to which is why, well, the Pandemonium storyline is probably going to be a bit of a lore mm-hmm. dump in that regard. I hope so. Um, and depending on the direction that the 12 goes, that uh, could be as well. Yes. That's true. Yes. And worst case scenario, they'll dump it into the third law book. <laughs> yes, they could do that as well. Yeah, yes, uh, there, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, I'll, speaking of the third law book, that's something they could talk about in next week's live letter. True, oh, that is true. Give it. They could say pre-orders live right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't tease me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, thank you, Manix Dorico, and everyone who sent in Mogmail. Send us more Mogmail, speakersxiv.com slash Mogmail um, for us to read your Mogmail. Ne- uh, ne- oh, well, okay, about next week. So next week is going to be a little hectic for us because it's uh, the live letter, which is at a very um, inconvenient time. Um, but also, well, inconvenient time for two reasons. <laughs> First reason being that it's very late in the, like, it's, like 3 a.m. for me, and it's probably going to last until like 9 a.m. Because that's what oh, it did last mm-hmm. time we had a we, translator yeah, there. Because we know that they got a translator, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, <laughs> we, it's the um, MGP final <laughs> that day. <laughs> that's so sad. But there's also oh, that. So we have to watch that as well. So, uh, there, yeah. The, we should probably explain what that is, because I don't think we've ever talked about that on a podcast. Sorry, it's the MGP na- is... Yeah. The national qualifier for Norway's Eurovision Song Contest entry. Yes, there you go. Uh, so, <laughs> the um, it's going to be an XL episode, uh, and it's we are not going to do the post show. 
So um, even though the this our stream will start a little late, uh, it's been doing that for the past five weeks because MGP has been going for that long. Next week is the last episode. So we'll have uh, an XL episode, which means no post show. So that's, that goes out to pa patrons. There won't be, we won't be reading questions from the syndicate that week. I will leave the channel open though, so you can just keep posting questions, but mm. know that we won't read them next week. Um, okay, so yeah, that uh, we'll also be covering it live on Friday um, or Saturday if you're Euro Central European. That's <laughs> 2 a.m. GMT. 3 a.m. Central European, 9 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, 2, 1, p.m. 1 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, there you go. I'm only so. saying that because apparently they've started listing it. Yeah, we I didn't like exist that. before. <clears throat> right. Yeah. You're finally included. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there you and go. For people saying yeah. this in chat, MGP stands for Melody Grand Prix. It does not stand yeah. for Mandeville Gold Saucer Point. Yeah, Mel <laughs> that's true. Yeah, for me, MGP has always been Melody Grand Prix. So whenever I see it in game, I'm like, oh, God, this okay, yeah. Uh, it was funny for me. Only for me when that was announced, when Gold Saucer was announced. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's very funny. For me only. Um, all right, that's it. Um, now let's talk about something leading into the Q&A uh, very quickly. Um, the Korean client... Um, is getting some new gear on the Mog. Oh, sorry, mm -hmm. on the Final Fantasy XIV online store. Look at that belly. <laughs> it's a yes, belly this, window, I everyone. I believe this outfit, these two outfits, will launch with the Korean launch of Endwalker, which is scheduled for May. Then, does okay. everyone remember the Korean Korean and Chinese clients are always on a delay because of yeah laws that they have don't mm. ask me to go into the specifics no. of it no um like the chocobo <clears throat> yes it's a it's a so for audio listeners it's like um how would you describe this outfit it's like um Shopware. yeah streetwear streetwear yeah that's essentially what it is um there's... i think they're um usable on both characters but the the male yes. model has a backwards cap, which like Ash Ketchum, I believe that'll be a reference for the kids. Um, a black t-shirt with you know Ash Ketchum hasn't done that for years. <laughs> with sleeve a sleeveless like denim vest, all in black. Uh -huh. uh, big chain necklace with yes. a choke bone, some gloves. Only the right hand has mm -hmm. a glove. Mm -hmm. That's pretty wicked. Mm -hmm. uh, the nails are dyed. I'm curious. I'm curious as to if the nails and being dyed as a part of the outfit. Ooh. Or if Absolutely. it's just like an aesthetic for the concept art. And then I've got big chunky like I love trainers. the shoes. I'd love oh, these kind whoa. of shoes, but they'd be in real life these would cost like three hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that was nice. So I'm not yeah. a sneakerhead. <laughs> and then the the female model uh, it's basically the same gloves, no hats. <laughs> you said that like <laughs> You said that like a fucking thing from Star Trek. Oh, like a Ferengi. Like a Ferengi? Yeah, the Ferengi. female. Um, she has a, like a small jacket, like the calf rider jacket, kind of. And yeah. then a sort of tank top that doesn't cover her belly. Like Tifa. Yeah. yeah she like Tifa. But is, are these gender locked? I don't think no, so. No, apparently they are not. So well, there you apparently, go. I don't, I don't want to confirm this because I haven't, I haven't been able to tell... Because a lot of people have said this. <clears throat> I haven't seen any official announcement, though. 
But yes, apparently they can be worn by both genders. Okay. The only thing that seems to change between them is the chest piece. Well, the, yeah. You can't quite tell if the legs are the same on both. No. Well, oh yeah, because yeah, because the hers is exposing the strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the um, worst case scenario, the top will change based yeah. on gender, but hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, that leads us to uh, the uh, Korean Fan Fest uh, Q and A, which um, yeah, the Korean Fan Fest uh, happened, uh, and um, in it was a Q and A with, I think there were multiple people. It's Yoshida Nakagawa. Um, just Yoshida. Oh, is it just both of? It's just them. Okay. Um, so let's start with, uh, let's just jump into the questions. Uh, why don't male Highlanders and male Rogadon have eyebrows? Good question. Do you think we're going to get a good answer, Mela? You know already, because obviously you have the spoiler, but... I can read it. <laughs> I think we are going to get a good answer. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, so here you go. It's very faint, but they do have them. They must be very faint. <laughs> Stop complaining, everyone. <laughs> There you go. He said it himself. They have have, eyebrows. They have skin-colored eyebrows. Yes, yes. Um, Shadowbringer spoilers. Did Elidibus see the first Warrior of Light recorded in the history of ancient Norvrant and in admiration take on that form in Seat of Sacrifice? Yoshida says, That form is the result of gathering together wishes to save the world and dispel the darkness. He took the form of the first warrior of light to gather together the maximum amount of hope to defeat the warriors of darkness. Yes. You yeah. know I it's just a could. FF1 reference. Just yeah. accept it. I mean, it is. Yeah. But, yeah. That's... I love this changing question tone. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there plans for mechanics that check the skill of only DPSs? What uh, they? Does it mean there are in the game? There are sections where the DPS is like on um, Phantom Train. Yeah. Where you uh, have to DPS things. Does it mean like personal DPS checks or what? I don't. Well, I, I'm not. Uh, the question is a bit unclear, but the answer from Nakagawa is there are currently no plans for this. In pug groups, it would lead to too much stress. It would be a gorilla gimmick, like in A5S, where you'd end up wanting people who can be gorillas to come. Um, uh, oh, not sh- so. Translator's note: Twinky Flinks. Yeah, it's Rat Yeah, Dinks, isn't it? Or, no. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Rat Flinks, Twinky Dinks. Yeah. Something yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Um, what does that mean, though? Because the gorilla mechanic is a really good, and I've had a lot of people in the modern era that suck at that mechanic well i haven't done it on savage but i thought the idea was was that you didn't want dps turning into the gorillas anyway yeah no 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 you don't you want a healer yeah Mm. uh okay so there's no plans for that i was a bit a bit unclear exactly what we're discussing here but whatever no i don't know what it's asking no um i think i i think like because obviously all the fights in Savage are deep in extreme DPS checks, but that yeah. includes tanks and healer DPS. Right. Maybe they want something that yeah. skill checks pure DPS. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but we do have that in some also, fights, so I don't know. Also, yeah. I don't know if there are any mechanics that are purely like DPS. Like almost Not every really. mechanic is like has a chance to be on anyone, or yeah. is How would just you a tank want or that just anyway. 
I don't know. It's like, odd. It's a group effort anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. What are your favorites of the battles you've designed? Nakagawa says Sophia, Ozma, and Eureka. That's a good, good trio. Um, when we made Sophia, Mr. Sudo, who's that? Who knows? Another person <laughs> of the development team. developing Sephiroth. We were interested, but also frustrated if we could go that far when we saw the gimmick of Sephiroth turning it, turning giant. So we reworked Sophia and came up with a scales idea. Frustrated. Uh, that was an amazing part. This is why Nakagawa is nicknamed Mr. Ozma. On the Mahjong livestream last month, he couldn't make it since he was busy working on mechanics for Dragon Song. So his empty chair had an Ozma figure put next to it. Oh yeah, he well he Dragon didn't actually. Song. That's the uh, the new ultimate, isn't it? Oh, of course, yeah. So yeah, he's working on that. Um, I for so for a second I forgot that it, that talks about what it actually will be. Yeah, no, is that a little hint? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> they've literally shown us the arena, haven't they? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Question, there's an Osmo figure. There's a what? For him, there's an. No, but like. Oh yeah, they've Osmo made one. figure. Yeah, they've there made one. Was Must one be from the like Final Fantasy Nine. That was just. It was just an orb. Yeah. <laughs> Easiest thing to make is just an orb. Um, maybe it was just a model of Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, okay. When the tank selects recommended gear, is there a reason it equips it equips fighter gear? Yoshida oh. says, there was a problem with the class system in the prior version. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Spaghetti. However, in 6.0, this was changed and fighter gear is no longer selected. So... Yes, that's fair. Because in A Realm Reborn specifically, there was a chance that when you went to select a recommended gear, if you're a tank, it would recommend you to use DPS gear. Yes. Which, what would make, which technically, <coughs> yes, that's what they mean when they say fire gear. Yeah. Which technically makes you stronger, but yes. it doesn't give you the tanky defense that you need to be a tank. No, no. Well, that was a big thing, wasn't it, during like Heavensward, especially where tanks would have strength have, tanks. Like, the berserker yeah. style gear and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. <laughs> it was a bit of Wild West they back then. They really forced you to not do that now, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, because they don't Yeah, because it led to situations where people were like, oh, no, we have a tank who's like all deaf. Like, what the fuck? We want strength, dude. Why? No, sorry, all vit. Why are you going yeah. all vit? Go strength. We'll go faster. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's just because of that. Um, all right. Are there plans to make extreme fights with diverse patterns, such as Seat of Sacrifice Extreme? What? <laughs> as in, like, where there are four oh. separate mechanics, and like, is what I suspect this question is asking. Yeah, if you remember Seat of Sacrifice, uh, a lot of that. well, no. Oh, remember they're true. they're they still well, they haven't yeah, done yeah. Endwalker oh, well, yet. Look forward to Hyveling. <laughs> Please look forward to Endwalker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nakagawa says, We will make extreme battles to be close to Savage 1 and 2 fights. I think people who like these fights will also like Savage. In addition to this idea, the idea is the designers in charge can freely make it and surprise us. I'd say that that's the question. I think Savage 2 is quite a bit harder than any extreme fight. <laughs> Generally. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yes. <laughs> we've we've cleared this the tier, extreme yeah. ones. This yeah. Um, Some tiers, maybe they're closer. Yeah, yeah. Previously, maybe. Yeah. Three like is usually where it picks up. Yeah, mm -hmm. catastrophe is not super bad. Oh yeah, right. Um, there uh, is. Yeah. The what? painting one. Oh yeah, 
Glass wasn't that bad. Glass. Once you'd figured out the like dance, it was super straightforward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no orchestrion role for Eorzea de Chocobo. Are there plans to add it? Kind of surprising. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought. Well, I get. Oh God. It'd be so hey, annoying cho- to listen to. Is that is that just the writing theme for Chocobos? Like, yeah. Why would you want to hear that? Like, even in your estate, because you never hear it anymore because everyone turns off mount music. Because of that, it's because of that. Why do you think they added in mounts that had other songs? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Implementation of songs before the orchestrion feature was added has been postponed. The orchestrion roles for 6.1 are already fixed. I will ask those responsible if it can be added in the next patch. Oh, no. So there you go. Isn't it soaking this responsible for that? I would assume so, yeah. Um, are there plans for bosses that use bigger maps or three or, or three dimensionality more? Um, yeah. Uh, like, well, they're... Again... Please look forward to Endwalker. Uh, I think Zodiac will be pretty mm-hmm. on spot uh, there. But there are quite a lot of players expressing their wish for bosses that use the maps in more unique ways. So I think we might adopt that approach in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, the thing is, there are some... Like, um, do you remember the Eden Leviathan? Where it like, split the platform in two and mm-hmm. stuff? That was pretty unique. And Yeah. Yeah. If they could bring in um, things like Arachnate Eve, where it has two platforms yeah. into savage and extreme content, like things like that, yeah. maybe split the group mm-hmm. into two, yeah. that could be fun. Yeah. As for actual three dimension, three dimensionality in arenas, unlikely to happen ever again after Tuntania. No. No. Tuntania ruined it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's yeah. The only uh, way they can manage that is when they do those mechanics where it's like high ground, low ground arithmetics. Right. And you just have a debuff and if you're on the wrong one, you die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, Twin Tanya was I a mean, Titan... f- horrible place. And it's, yeah. Titan Savage just has three, dimension- three dimensionality. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. Um, could you add weather and time selection for group poses? Yoshida says, due to my concerns, this hasn't been implemented. There are many voices in the global version also calling for this, but MMOs are not just individual, but shared among many people. And I don't think it would be good for one person to become like a god and change the weather or time. It's only I, within the group, yeah, yeah. What are you on about? <laughs> this person's not asking for people to just be able to change the weather whenever they wish. No. What? I will agree with him on perhaps that only have like fair weather and rain and stuff. I don't think you should be able to put like, interdimensionality r- okay, in of course. the overworld or something like that. But yeah, he's afraid of Things exploits. That can How exist in... on earth will what? you be able to exploit the kill? But it doesn't change the actual weather. But the weather doesn't really change. And you can't fish while you're in right. Well, we don't know because we haven't. We don't know how the system works. Well, Maybe that's what. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, maybe it actually does. Like, that's the only way they can do it. With, with... Okay. That's funny. Okay, that's spaghetti. probably... Yeah, spaghetti. But in fairness, there is a thing about where the location <clears throat> in character creation screen is a real location, and you can put AoEs there. <laughs> yes. <So. laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, well, uh, let's move on. Uh, which mechanics do you think you did the best job in making? Na uh, uh, Nakagawa says, third is Osmos form change mechanic. Second is Sophia's scales mechanic. First is the Eden's Gate descent spell in waiting mechanic. Let's let's go through them. Let's go with the first one. Form change. <sighs> is form change just when it just turns into the eight, different? Eight? Yeah. I don't think it's, after you've figured that out, it's not that impressive. It's a, I mean, we are cool. a bit. I mean, we've done Ozma a lot. Yeah. So obviously, mm -hmm. but I, think, I mean, initially Ozma was very cool, but I think the yeah, most like mechanic Eureka as well. Yeah. 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 But like the most difficult Ozma mechanics, like the best ones were like meteor placement and Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That, that's it really. Sophia's scales mechanic was really cool. That I I remember cool. that fight very well. Um I had to do that Normal alone. Mode, not very impressive. No, but an extreme is very fun. Extreme was hard. You have to like remember <laughs> the scales and the weights like for the balls that hits you know it's very yeah it's very cool um they also well the thing that always i will never get past this i like when they revealed that leviathan's arena when that you know goes up and down <laughs> it's the actual overworld and i think that's wow. also the case for sophia when the the thing tilts and they also revealed that we don't slide there's actually like something pulling us like because we're because mm. we're not actually moving, we we're being pulled across. Yeah, I always think like about that when I do that now. Yes, arena. it's like rescue essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Sophia's skills mechanic is iconic and very good. Um, good. Spell in waiting from from Eden's Gate descent. Is that um? That's the one we don't like. I think. Artemis. Yes. No. No, isn't it? Which no. Oh, which one is descent? Spell and waiting is from the E two S or and E one and E E two. What is E two? It's the one, <laughs> the one F where you fight, fight Voidwalker. Void oh, vo oh my God! I forgot Voidwalker existed. What is I mean, spell I and you were waiting? Say we dislike it because that's what oh. killed our static from last the expansion. Time <laughs> oh, no, it's the time mechanic. I thought it. You know, I it's thought it was very clever. I that thought it was the last Eden where you see all the spells and they're like yeah. preparing. Okay. And oh. Each heart, like he stores them because it's like FFA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's them. like junction. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. The, oh, no. That one was good. That one was good, and it was definitely hard. I don't think it's very interesting on normal mode, but in Savage, <clears> it's very yeah like. It's quite interesting having to like uh, resolve them in the correct order. Yes. Exactly. It yeah. was tough. I think yeah. the first Wing of Eden was probably the best fight-wise. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say the second Wing was. Second was okay. Yeah. I think. Um, okay. Last one wasn't, though. No, I agree. The last one was a, a disappointing end. Sadly. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is the the burning question uh, on everyone's mind. Why has I've been wondering this? Yeah, but I feel like this has already been answered before. We've already had a question like this. Why hasn't the yeah. squadron system been updated yet? Yoshida said. We intentionally stopped updating it. One reason is we wanted to improve the quality of trusts in Endwalker, but there is also another big reason. Since it is connected to a future update, there will be an opportunity to talk about this, so Ooh. please wait a little longer. Ooh. What do oh. you think that could be? Uh, 
Will they be able to start bringing back materia higher than level four? That'd be cool. Mm. <laughs> we haven't used level four materia cool. since Stormblood. Yeah. All right, Gergi, are you are you telling me that you actually send your squadron out on missions? <laughs> Not anymore. No. Okay, good. 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 Because that's a thing that I actually forgot existed. For yeah. Same. They're only for leveling for me now. Yeah. Oh, they need barely to update for that the now. mission system for sure. They're, yeah, it was like ventures, but they sucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could bring back quite a lot of shit though when they came back, but they could bring back very useful things. Material back when it was first relevant was like, especially the crafter and gatherer stuff was oh, yeah. very valuable. Yeah. Those and the scripts you could cap scripts if you were good. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Well, there you go. Trust. There will be oh, an sorry, squadrons. What are they going to do? There is another big reason. So, hmm, I wonder, it's future update. So, I don't know what that means, so we'll see. Um, connected to. Yeah. The so translators. Oh yeah, there's a translator's note here. I'll just read that, I guess. What are your thoughts on what this could mean? I have to wonder if the medium-term plan is phasing out or combining squadrons with an expanded trust system to cover 1 through 72. Though maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I think it's possible. Yeah, I think it's possible. I'm okay with that. Yeah. They just give them all a stock tank here in DPS AI. Yeah. So it doesn't matter which squadron men be used, and then just chuck them in. Yeah, because surely you can just use, like, say, they don't have to be, you know, Thancred or. No, you it know, doesn't need to be a personality. You, they just put a character on top of the AI, which has already been programmed, exactly. and then, yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Since Eden's verse, a damage down debuff has been added. What is the reason for the change in debuffs? <laughs> <laughs> Naka, well, they've changed the spelling now. Nakagawa, uh, uh, for a high for high difficulty content, I think this is superior to the damage increase debuff in various aspects. With the damage up debuff, the healer is burdened, and it's difficult to adjust for the effect size. With damage down debuff, the healer is not burdened and it is more fair. It also allows groups to practice more before hitting and rage. What are they That's talking true. about? Getting a how, damage down debuff. How almost every mechanic that is avoidable in Savage from now on gives you damage down. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Instead yeah. of giving the, the boss damage up for whatever. I see, I see. All right. Rather than giving vulnerability up to the player that oh, receives yeah. it, because that's just, that just punishes the healer, the, yes, rather than the person that made the I mistake. Haven't even thought about that. That's yeah, okay, that makes sense. All the right. healer can push through it, but if you have everyone getting a damage down, it can stop you being able to hit your check. Yes, so it right. kind of works out better anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, could there be a way to confirm when hunters have killed S ranks? Yoshida says, this uh, way it would become content that can be done in a detached way, when what we want is for players to exchange information. It's a joint endeavor of players using external sites to track S-rank spawns, so we don't want to make it too convenient. I'm fine with that. I, I You'll know when it's dead if it's modern content anyway, because everyone will scream. Yeah. Why'd you pull? And thanks for spawn and share. Yeah, we don't have a lot of this type of content, so I think this, you know, the fact that we have uh, it's essentially only this. So whatever. Leave it as it is. I, I think like it's okay. He, yeah, I like that he's saying Yeah, he even sites. mentions external sites. Yeah. Because like that. that's what the hunt is. It's, yeah. It, yeah. 
if you get on a good hunt train or hunt group, people <clears> wait. <throat> it's a good time. Yeah, it's fun. Very... The group. Yeah, hunts are very much a throwback to 1.0 or even 11. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. Um, okay, there are mechanics that can be skipped depending on the boss's HP. Do you take this into account during development? Nakagawa says, we do consider it. In 2.x, it was often the case that faces changed depending on the HP, uh, but uh, unexpected skips sometimes occurred. We didn't make much use of this in the Omega raids, but the reason was it was difficult to adjust the balance. So, I don't think that happens too much these days. No. They just don't do as many mechanics. They still right. follow their pattern. Yeah. I wish Thor had followed his pattern. <laughs> I wish he didn't just go invulnerable once he got hit about half... 70% oh. to 50% HP. Yeah. yeah. You can, like, one-shot him down to his in rate, uh, his face change, and it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Time for 15 minutes of nonsense before we can fight again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love... farming him very unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you still farming him for the card, Gary? <laughs> yes, of course I am. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay. I love this next question. It's so um, cute. Is the crystal tower in the first safe? <laughs> that's such a. I mean, sure. I guess that's a that's a valid question. Like they're asking, like, is it full of monsters? Um, Yoshida says <laughs> it's already secure. This crystal tower is from the future timeline after the eighth calamity, and it was strictly regulated by Garland Ironworks. Good. You're about so. to find out. It's not very safe. So spoilers to any Koreans that yeah. are watching this. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be worry. getting a lot of spoilers if you watch this regularly. Yes, you shouldn't be watching this. Don't worry, Korean players, it's safe. It's safe. Um, are there plans for more difficult solo content such as Bosia's duels? Nakagawa says, I think it would be a waste for it to end there. I'd like to do something with it in the future. For example, you could be challenged by Gilgamesh on the source maps or by Sadu in the Azim step, and players could gather to watch. That would be very MMO-like. <laughs> That would be cool. That could Sorry. be quite cool. I know what he means when he says source maps, but it just... Oh, yeah, I was thinking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On the source. Um, yeah. That's another bad idea. They could even... It is very cool. Yeah. It wouldn't quite work for Sadu, but for, like, Gilgamesh... No, sorry, but, like, for Gilgamesh, it could be, like, any Eorzean zone, like, any Aurora Yeah. He could just spawn randomly mm. in one of them. <clears> and then people are like, oh... Greg's up, and then you all run there and get a chance to see who's going to fight him. Yeah, but Sadu would have to be in Azim. Yes, yeah. It's a nice way I to like keep uh, old stones alive as well, other than just fates. You know, you'd have that yeah. as well. And hunts. Like, no one does Odin anymore because you've all got the right. Game, but... Yeah, update Odin. Make it like not a fate, but like a dual system. Mm. That would be cool. Yeah, make it like Gilgamesh and Eorzea, and then make it Yotsu, not Yotsu. <laughs> You're Jimbo in um, the Far East. Yeah. Yeah. You could finish the fate where you fight Odin or another. You could add big fates to the others. And then afterwards. Yeah. Just There'll like be, Bosch, the, one can, person gets to get the jewel. Like for with Odin, you can still have. Because there need, yeah, like I said, there needs to be like a battle before where you get selected. Yeah. So you can still have the weather the, stuff and you'll have to find the fate and the, shit. Mm, yeah. Uh, totally. Very cool idea. Yeah. yeah. If they go in that direction. Yeah. I like it. It would be very MMO like. It would be, yeah. Um, are there any plans? This is a big one. Are there any plans the one. for a new deep dungeon? Yoshida says, there are many requests from the global market. 
we plan to implement a new dungeon, deep dungeon, in 6.x. So there it is, folks. Now you've had an expansion break now, Kiyoshida. <laughs> so this better be a good one. Yeah. Heaven so, on High was not that good. No. Fine. It was just not an evolution of what came before it. Yeah. yeah. It was. It not was more good of the same. Enough. But it was the what the things they added weren't like. They just weren't that great. So the yeah, they weren't that exciting. Yeah. It had a couple of like QL changes, like uh, rather than transforming into a what are they called? The uh, fucking the winged large creatures that, like this. Oh yeah, the uh, the ones that one hits. What were they called? Kuribu? No. Good Ariman? lord. Uh, no. Ariman are the one the, the eyes. Um I I know what you mean. It's it's the big chat please. The the one where you you do the, the one where you one shot people? Manticore. Oh the manticore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they replaced that with the petrification thing, which was way more convenient. That's true. That's like, true. They oh, were very like fun. nice changes <clears throat> like that, but it, I don't care if it was less fun. It was more. It was more like easier to deal with. Yeah. Well, they are making a brand new deep dungeon, so um, hopefully Lost needs to change. Well, now they've had like they've had Palace of the Dead, and then they did uh, Heaven on High, and they've probably seen the feedback that people were like. Oof. A little mixed well, on that. Right, exactly. So now they've had time to figure out, like, okay, this is this is the winning recipe, hopefully. Um, so we'll see. That's exciting. Um, how is it decided which hopefully, NP... Yes, go on. I was just going to say, hopefully they make challenging four-man content that is not tied to deep dungeons. That'd be nice. That would also be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, why not? He's so reluctant to add that, though. I don't know why. but I know. We have we like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. For again. Um, okay, so do like a boss rush thing or something. Yeah, I'll bring back skirmish oh. Yoshi P from 1.0, where you just get like waves of enemies and bosses. Yeah, that would work too. Yeah. yeah. Even like not even like it's like mythic dungeons because like trash is trash. There's, there's not much they can do to make that more exciting generally. Whoa. Um, okay. Some of the ones in <laughs> WoW. Some of the um, like debuffs in WoW was like they drop a puddle when they die, so you had to make sure they stacked properly, or if you stood mm. still for too long, you'd drop a puddle. Yeah, that's fair. There were okay. things they could do. Yeah, the boss rush of like making like ex extreme tier versions of like the four men, like just the boss fights from dungeons, could be exciting. Yeah, that would be very good. Yeah, or just like a a a boss rush, even using the current versions. Where there's like things that stop you, like maybe MP regeneration is nerfed a lot, so it's harder for healers to keep going, and yeah, it gets more and more hard or something. I don't know. I wish. I mean, this isn't four man content, but I still want to. I I don't want any people to forget it. Hamlet defense. How about you can make Hamlet defense like a four man thing? You don't have to make it like as grand of in scale as it was. Maybe have like four man or eight man versions of Hamlet defense. Yeah. Some replaying, yeah, go on. Replaying through a Realm Reborn on my Materia alt, like I got to do the hybrid thing again. It's really fun. Yeah, Inception hybrid was good. Yeah, and that um the one in Gridania, where the the red bellies or whatever they're called, the red belly hive mm -hmm. in yeah. South Trail. Mm -hmm. That one was good too. Yeah. Plus, you get you can get 
minions from the vendors after you do them, so it's like a little yeah secret mm-hmm. reward. Got my reward. Tiny rat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of something that isn't, you know, you. I don't know. I, they have fate chains now, which yeah. is something, but <clears throat> yeah, they do. I will say I don't like how both of the two like major world fates for for Endwalker just have square arenas. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Arcaea Tanya had one last expansion, but like uh, formidable was just that there. was just the cliff, the cliff yeah. top. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. They're way too formulaic. Um. Okay. So, uh, how is it decided which NPCs to make into minions? Are there plans to make minions of villainous characters? Yoshida says monster-style minions are left to the device of the responsible team. As for NPC minions, they are all checked in order to avoid spoilers. NPC minions are only made when their character has finished their role. So please think that if a character doesn't have a minion yet, they still have a role to play. Yeah, that's a thing that you don't really think about. Yeah. Once a character has become a minion... That probably means we're not going to see them change in any major way going forward because they still have to match their their well, minion true. type. Yeah. So. You're right. Yeah, Xenos. Will now I'm there. starting to think about who's minion. Like who? <laughs> what are the minions we have currently? Like we have Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Brian. <laughs> Brian's oh. dead. Oh yeah, no, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Uh, he- <laughs> He came back for one Don't just last... say Brian, Mela. You need to explain who Brian is. Grinnewalt. Grinnewalt. Whatever he's called. Yeah. We we used to say... <laughs> Orange once asked, how do you pronounce that? And we said Brian. And he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, oh, God. Okay. I'm just tearing, just tearing down everything here. It's fine. Um, all right. Um... Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's the answer. Um, characters will only be made into minions after their story is over. So, mm-hmm. um... I think you can make an exception for Scions. We we had a, we have a wind-up Kryle, and Kryle is still very relevant. True. When they change outfits, they can get a new yeah, wind-up when that outfit so Kryle has not changed outfit since when her minion was made. No, no. Kryle will change outfit in 7.0. Yeah. I don't know if they will, because her outfit is a throwback to who she's like referencing yeah but true maybe they'll update they'll make like a it's kind of the same idea but a variation of it it's sad that everyone gets like new outfits though and she still has to walk around in her like kitty outfit i agree it's a gift from gala yeah it is yeah yeah um okay uh are the development team's intended strategies and the players strategies similar uh, Nakagawa says, it's half and half. We don't want players to imitate our strategies too much, but instead freely come up with their own. We were shocked when we saw the Meteor Marathon strategy for Second Coil Turn 4. Is that Twin Tanya? No, 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 that's, that's a, a nail. nail. Oh. The Meteor Marathon strategy. It's been so long since I did... You have we... to place them quite far apart. Yeah. Because they... they tether i can't really remember i don't remember anymore i don't remember you ran in a circle together to drop oh that's what it was yes all right there you go you all just just lined up in a circle and ran that was during the brief period of time where i just did not play the game so oh i see (laughs) yeah 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 the merry-go-round okay i'm starting there's some memories coming back now yeah 
All right. Um, is it possible to increase the number of UI hotbars? Jesus Christ. We have like, how many do we have? We have like 10. You see that we can't give a firm commitment, but we will consider it. I'd chuck it up to 20. <clears throat> oh my God, 20. Imagine if you, you had all of them on the screen at the same time. Well, to be you fair, you can, them cost, all, you, you can, can make shrink them, them, make them really small. You can make them tiny. That's yeah. true. And when I made my little, when I had it with like a little menu system. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yes. The, the macro. That took about four or five hotbars just for itself. Yeah. It does. But, it looks but it's good. very cool. It is. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, what is the most important thing to think about in making Final Fantasy XIV's world and story? Yoshida says, as the director, astonishment and empathy are the most important things to me. The scenario is made so there are elements where it's good to think about our own society. We try not to make perfect characters and we try to accept different ways of thinking. That's fair. Although I feel like maybe... Maybe you're a little safe on some of the characters in Endwalker. Hmm. Yeah. What do you mean? I feel like there wasn't enough jeopardy in it sometimes. And... Jeopardy? Their whole world was about to collapse. Well, oh, sorry, no, but... sorry. That was Shadowbringers. I thought you said Shadowbringers. Like, you meant Endwalker. Character-wise. Well, also, their world is crumbling as well, <laughs> to be fair. Uh... I just feel like... I don't know. It's It was very good and evil. Oh, okay. So there's like a... Oh, I don't... Fully agree. I don't know I if you. That. I think that was why Meteon was so. No, it's not Meteon. Um, the man. Hermes. Hermes, Hermes was, okay was so in interesting of, because yeah, you can't he was one really. Of the few characters that was more ambiguous. Yeah, there's no clear line in him. But no one really died. Nothing like it was the same afterwards <laughs> as it was at the beginning. Really. Okay. Well, this is something we've talked about before, where we like we kind of want blood <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes <laughs> you don't really need it. Like the 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 no, stakes no. were already high, and the fact that we didn't know if they were gonna die or not, there were so That's many death true. flags, so many. Like I was sure that Thancred was gonna die this expansion, and that that persisted for me almost throughout throughout the entire experience. That <laughs> I thought he was gonna die, and when he just like died when we arrived at uh, Ultima Thule. I'm like, okay, well, there you go. He's already died. There we go. That's it. And but then everyone died. But then everyone died. And I'm like, wow. okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, but but still, um, I don't think you. They have to. People have to die. But the stakes were very high, and I really felt like people like, were threatened. The stakes were very high, like the oh. elephant man, the oh, in, um, yeah, baby, like people. Matsya, thank you. Yeah, people genuinely thought that like he he and the child could have died in that moment. That yes. was probably one of the best scenes of the whole. When you <laughs> when the, yeah, because the mother was just fucking killed. Like she fell into the right, not even in a great. She that like yeah smacked. yeah, and then in drowned mm. in the pool, and then you go down. There's the fucking well, no. baby at the bottom <laughs> of the pool. Before she even hit. Well, the pool. yes, of course, she but she was dead in the pool, but. Her baby is that like at the point. bottom yeah. of the fucking pool. Yeah. Yeah. That was a real high point in terms of like a very serious. Yeah. yeah. Moment. I liked when the mother died. Yeah. Uh, so they've, you know, 14 needs like that grit sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Heavenswood was quite gritty. Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of death in Endwalker, actually. It's just it didn't affect the main yeah. cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember the child that was just oh, turned into a thing and got popped like a... Yeah, it was wild. I wish wild. it played the wine cork sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
God. And and the 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 woman and her sister at the start of Garamold as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah. and actually the whole family of elephants turning. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there was some pretty. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. That's it. That's the. That's it. That's the uh, show. Um. We'll go into the post show. Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxav, twitch.tv slash speakersofheidel, and youtube.com slash speakersxav. Exclamation Discord in chat if you want to join our Discord server. If you're watching on demand, links in the description. We'll be back t- uh, next week, same time, same place. Uh, remember to watch the post show if you're watching live. Goodbye! Bye. You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Eidolon, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv, or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.